Welcome to The Table, a weekly podcast where we discuss biblical principles and learn how to apply them to our everyday lives. In 2021, Pastor Don Castleberry will lead us on a journey through the Bible in chronological order and share with us insights that are sure to grow our faith. So relax, grab a seat, and thanks for joining us for this episode at The Table. Well, hey, welcome back to the table. So excited for this episode today. We are going to be breaking down some of the prophets. We're going to be talking about Daniel and the significance of Daniel in the lion's den. And so stick around with us today. You are in for a blessing. This is one episode you are not going to want to miss. Well, it has been a bit. And we are excited to be gathered back around the table together. I have been spending some time looking at better ways that we could do this podcast. I don't want it to just become something that is mundane. That was never my heart. My heart was to put out quality information that is kingdom-minded and transformational. And it's not just regurgitating information and knowledge. There's enough of that out there. And that's not my heart. My heart was, and still is, that the information that's given would be relevant to your life and not just information for you to write down in a notebook. And so that being said, we have been uh, in in the study of the Bible and we're going to continue in that throughout the year. And so excited, man. We're about ready to get into the New Testament. Come on, somebody. It will be great. We have been uh, pulling through the prophets of the Old Testament, and we are now approaching the coming of the Messiah. And I was actually in study of Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel, and I was really uh, on the struggle bus myself a little bit, just as far as what does this have to do with where we're at today. And the Lord just was uh, very loving, and he quickened my spirit. And he said, hang on, the king is coming. And uh, he was just prompting me that everything is pointing in the Old Testament to Jesus coming in the New. And we are about there, and so that's exciting. So as we read through the prophets, and we're actually going to have two episodes that launch here, pretty close to being back-to-back. One of these I've been setting on just... Uh, Again, I'm trying to figure out better ways to make this podcast more lively, uh, but also make it more relevant for your life. Uh, I don't believe that we're just called to keep reproducing what has already been done, but if we're really going to be transformational, we have to have an understanding of, okay, how does that apply to my life, where I am at today? And so that's why we're going to talk about the book of Daniel. Um... We could go back and we could talk about, like I said, Ezekiel, Isaiah. We could talk about Jeremiah. Uh, But we are going to talk about Daniel. And those other ones, they they do have some relevancy points to your life. Uh, There's a lot of things that we could talk about. One of the things that we could talk about is the fact that despite all of the wickedness and all of the wrongdoing, that God always kept a remnant. He always had a group of people 
a thread of people that he set aside for his calling. And that remnant um, is what continued to carry the bloodline and create the opportunity for Christ to come. Uh, I would also uh, side note that just because God has a remnant and because he has grace and mercy doesn't mean it doesn't take time for his plan to unfold. Now, I know you know that, and that might seem um, like a minute point. That may seem a bit um, cynical that I would even bring that up. But you need to know, I mean, when Adam and Eve sinned, just to fix that one sin of theirs took thousands of years before everything would come into alignment for the Messiah to come, which we're about to read in the New Testament. And the heart wasn't just to send Jesus on the earth, uh, because he could have done that as soon as they sinned, uh, but it was to realign the hearts of the people that we read about on their journey and to get them to have a true understanding of the kingdom of God. And with that, it was to reestablish the rightful position and authority in and with the kingdom. And whenever you bring in man's free will, a lot of the times they can really mess that process up, which we see the Israelites did often as they was repetitive um, in the silliness and the things that they kept going through over and over. But God was patient. And he always had a remnant, a small group of individuals and believers uh, who stuck with him through the process. Now, man, I could talk to you a lot about the process. This is kind of where God's had me lately. Often God will show us uh, a piece, a glimpse of the vision of what he has for us. Uh, he'll show us the promise, but we tend to get lost in the process. And you see this with many, many of the Israelites, of the Jewish people, uh, who they got lost in the process because they chose comfort over freedom. And if you know anything about where we're at right now as a church, this is something I'm speaking to greatly because I think if there's a word for America in this hour, it's don't leave, don't bell during the process. And same sign, I think the word would also be um, that we as believers, we need to trust Christ. You know, we need to do what is, is right. We need to choose freedom over comfort. And freedom is not easy. Freedom begins actually when we surrender. And so Daniel had learned this lesson in an incredible way to the fact he really stood out. And uh, there's a lot of drama in the book of the prophets, the books of the prophets uh, in your Bible. And so you may ask, you know, how does the book of Daniel, for example, relate to my life? And I would tell you in many ways. One, the reason that Daniel received the revelation that he did that is still living and preaching and breathing today was because of the trials that he was willing to go through due to the integrity and the commitment that he had to Christ. 
Uh, we would say to God because Jesus hadn't come yet, but to God. In fact, we read his story that, you know, the story of Daniel and the lion's den where it records that Daniel uh, refuses to bow and worship the king at the time, and so it gets him in a heap of trouble. And the heap of trouble it gets him into uh, is the king's supervisor notices that Daniel is not doing what the kingdom is supposed to do of this day. And when I say the kingdom, I mean the kingdom uh, the worldly kingdom that he was living in, because the king had made an edict that whoever did not uh, worship him and him alone would be put to death. But he had kind of grown a friendship, a relationship with Daniel, and so the supervisor did not like that. Uh, he was a little jealous, and so he creates a master plan that is foolproof in his his thinking. Uh, to get Daniel put to death because he knows Daniel's commitment to God, the true and one and only king. Now, I'm going to pause here because it's important that we understand kingdom theology. And it's important because of this. The reason the edict was even issued in the first place because when you deal with the worldly governmental systems or kingdoms, uh, they're always going to be threatened by someone or something uh, that offers a higher level of authority, control, and power. This is why we're going to read in a few weeks, but when Jesus shows up on the earth, uh, Herod wants to put him to death because has nothing to do with him being called the Messiah, had everything to do with him being a king that was in his kingdom that threatened his power and control. And that is what... Uh, people in those positions don't want to lose. They do not want to lose power and control. But in the words of Andy Stanley, anything that you're fighting to keep, you've already lost. So it was in the days of Daniel. The king makes the edict because he's tricked by his supervisor. The supervisor was waiting uh, in the bushes. He was hiding uh, like a snake waiting for the right opportunity to throw Daniel under the bus. And so he's watching at the prayer times that Daniel would normally pray, and he notices Daniel is unashamed. He, he leaves his windows open, and he faces and prays to God like he normally would. And uh, immediately the supervisor, as being a tattletale, he runs back to tell the king, and the king says, uh, not knowing who it is, well, he must be put to death. Then he finds out it's Daniel, and his heart is grieved, uh, again, because of relationship. Now, I say this to you that's listening. How does that apply to you? One, I think you need to step back and you need to look at life from the perspective of you can have incredible influence and authority in someone's life just by living a life of integrity and commitment to God. That's what Daniel was doing. And uh, there's a lot to Daniel's story. I mean, you could talk about the dreams that he had, the visions. Um, but it was his commitment to Christ that created opportunity uh, 
for him to stand. Now that took boldness. That took risk. That took being unashamed. That took being a radical. That took truly being a man who understood how the kingdom operated. He understood that anything that we can see now in the clear will pass away, will rust up, will uh, be destroyed by the elements around us. But the kingdom is eternal. And he was sold out to to God, the, the true and only king. And so he understood the uh, principle of how the kingdom works. And so he's thrown into the lion's den. And I love this story. And I don't love it just because it was the story that you hear in church as a kid. Um, so in Daniel 6... Uh, it tells of the story of Daniel uh, being thrown into the lion's den. And as he's thrown into the lion's den, the king says to Daniel, may your God, whom you serve, continually rescue you. I want you to stop and think about that. His heart was so moved by this man, Daniel, that he's having to carry out the edict, the, the rule, the law that he had just made because it was irreversible. And yet at the same time, he throws a prayer Daniel's way. Daniel, may your God truly protect you. I believe it's because back then, that king had been watching Daniel's life. He had... He had noticed the, the favor on Daniel. He had noticed the truth about who Daniel was. And it was moving his heart even then. Now, how does that relate to you? Here's the relevancy of it. Someone today is watching your life. And I don't just mean your loved ones. I don't mean your friends, your buddies, your pals, your pastors. I, someone today is watching your life. And in the midst of the turmoil and the chaos and the heartache and the headache and the trouble and the trauma, they're watching to see, one, do you really believe what you say you believe? And two, is your God really the God that you say he is? Daniel believed yes to both of those. He believed that his faith was what he thought it was, and it was. And he believed his God could do anything that he needed his God to do, and he did. And so Daniel, he spends the night in the lion's den, and I imagine, you know, the supervisor, he, he's, he's, he's celebrating, he, he's happy. And uh, so the next day, is starting in verse 20. Uh, when they came near the den, the lion's den, he called to Daniel, this is the king, listen to what your Bible says, in an anguished voice, Daniel, servant of the living God, has your God whom you serve continually been able to rescue you from the lions? Now we're going to break this verse down for a few moments. First of all, he came near the lion's den 
in an anguished voice. He was moved. He was moved by Daniel and his faith. And obviously, he's already made a commitment in his heart where there's been a shift in his soul where he's made a commitment to Daniel's God. Because he says here, the words, servant of the living God. So he recognizes that Daniel's God, our God, is the only true and living God. That all other gods are insignificant, incomparable, they're all dead, they're all dry, they are nothing. Do you really believe that about God today? In the midst of COVID, in the midst of mask mandates, in the midst of vaccine pushes, in the midst of division, in the midst of right and wrong and left and right, and Republicans and Democrats and all the division, do you really believe that God is who he says he is? Because this king who wasn't even really serving him at this point believed that. He believed that because of the life that he had watched Daniel live. What's your life saying? What's your faith screaming? says, servant of the living God, has your God, see, he hasn't become personal to the king yet, but he's about to. But there's a heart change already taking place inside of the king. He's already stepped on the path of the journey to God. Whom you serve continually been able to rescue you from the lions. Now, kingdom principle. God will always make a escape space or a safe space in the midst of turmoil and struggle. Pastor, how could you say that when you see what's going on in our world today? Sometimes the safe space is he takes people home. Sometimes the safe space is in a cave with lions because it's safer than in a room full of kings. Sometimes he doesn't give you what you want because he knows what you need. And he knows if he gave you what you want, it would destroy you. But what you need is a safe space, a quiet space, a place where you can go and hear his voice and feel his presence. Sometimes we all need a lion's den. Daniel answers, May the king live forever. This is why I tell you every episode, nearly every episode, if you don't understand the kingdom of God, you will not understand the Bible fully. This is a book about a king and a kingdom. May 
the king live forever. He says, my God sent his angel and he shut the mouths of the lions. They have not hurt me because I was found innocent in his sight, nor have I ever done any wrong before you, your majesty. Pause. Man, it would have been so easy in this moment for him to be like, God save me, now you're toast. But no, no, no. He understood the value of the king's heart. He understood the lesson was bigger than him in a lion's den. He understood that he was put on a platform. He was put in a moment on a stage where the kingdom of God could advance mightily. And had he mismanaged this moment, thousands of people's lives would have been changed forever. But because he managed the moment correctly, thousands of lives was changed for the kingdom forever. Be careful in life that you don't overreact. Be careful that you don't live according to how you feel, your emotions, your wants, your will, your urges. Manage the moment well. So he shows honor, he shows respect to the king. At that moment, the king's command to the men who had falsely accused Daniel, they were to be brought and thrown into the lion's den along with their wives and their children. Can I tell you, when we sin, it doesn't just affect us, it affects those around us and often generationally. So people died because of their disobedience. People died because of their deception. People died because they was aligned with the wrong king. And before they reached the floor of the den, the lions overpowered them, crushed their bones. Then the king, known as Darius, wrote to all the nation and people of every language in all the earth. This is so good. Listen to this. May you prosper greatly. It wasn't about guarding. It was about giving. He says, I issue a decree or a law that in every part of my kingdom, people must fear and reverence the God of Daniel. For he is the living God and he endures forever. His kingdom will not be destroyed. His dominion will never end. He rescues and he saves. He performs signs and wonders in the heavens and on the earth. He has rescued Daniel from the power of the lion's mouth. And friend, I am telling you today, so shall he rescue you. Be careful you don't mismanage the moment. Be careful that you stay aligned to the right king. And we'll see you right back here again next time at the table. Well, hey, like we said, that's all the time we've got today on the table. If you have been blessed by this episode, would you please hit the subscribe button and share with a friend? And until next time, we'll see you right back here at the table.